Welcome to the People Performance Podcast. My name is Renee Vincelli. I am a former corporate executive in banking, former project management director, mother of three, turned consultant and coach for those who want to grow their individual team and organizational capability. Each week, I deliver an episode focused on my two favorite topics, people and performance. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Welcome to the People Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Vincelli. It's good to be with you all today. Um, I'm looking out my window here this morning, and my, my boys are on spring break, and um, they are outside playing. But what's so interesting is they have their winter coats on and their hats and their gloves. So I am hoping that spring break, at least the, maybe the end of it, we're expecting like 80-degree weather here in Cleveland. Um, I'm hoping it's going to turn out to be less like winter break and more like spring break here soon. So that's the that's the hope. So with that, I wanted to um, talk about what I what I wanted to share with you all today and wanted to get into the meat of our conversation. Um, before I do that, thought I would um, talk through a little bit about the focus of my business and how it's evolving and changing a bit. Um, not not so much changing, but maybe evolving. So I think everybody knows that my focus in my business is around coaching people, individuals, organizations, and teams. And so with that, I have spent a good deal of my time over the past five or six months focused on my own development from a coaching perspective, really coaching individuals. And so um, I am nearing the conclusion of that training and that development and really am turning my attention to really getting into uh, practicing that skill. Um, I've been doing a bit of that. I've got several clients and I'm really loving it, but going going into that full-fledged, right? And so, you know, it's one of these things I don't think the journey ever ends. I think I'm, you know, relatively decent uh, from a coaching perspective, but I want to continue to get better and better. And the, um, the areas that I've really chosen to focus my coaching attention on are executive coaching, um, I love that. I think that that um, focus, and you know, we think executive, you know, I don't necessarily think about specific executives, right, or necessarily C-suite type folks only, but really anybody who is looking to improve their effectiveness at work could fall into that category. Um, what's interesting is a lot of my clients, several of them are, are former um, or current project leaders or folks that are in a PMO type space and, you know, not, not, um, not surprising necessarily, given that that has been my career over the past several years before I left uh, my corporate role, uh, my last corporate role. So um, that is one area. And then the second area would be um, helping parents and families and really focusing on parental wellness. So that's more on the kind of personal side, but it's a passion of mine. It's a love of mine. And it's something that I want to continue to get better and better at over time. So if you have a coaching need, whether it be on the work front or the home front, if there's a dream you have, a goal you have, you want to improve your effectiveness, you want to improve your success, and you just need some help. You need some help in, in looking at what that would look like and really thinking through it with somebody and help having somebody there um, on that journey with you as a cheerleader, as a partner, as a support, please reach out to me. If you're interested in doing that for free, please reach out to me and we can talk about that. So there's some uh, things that we can talk about on, on how to make that happen. So I um, wanted to share that with all of you. I am also going to begin in the next couple of months focusing more on the development of my 
of my myself and more of that organizational and team side too. So, the, you know, these things are all highly connected, but I believe this is a lifelong journey and you're probably going to be hearing about a lot of development related things that I'm focusing on because I, I really love this subject matter and want to continue to get better and better. So look for that from me soon, but certainly if you have a need, um, I am here to help you and would love to do it. So with that, I thought I would get into um, a bit of the meat of what I wanted to share with you all today, which is all about how to bounce back from disappointment and rejection. So all of us have been in this boat, right? We've all been in the boat of disappointment, rejection, um, whether it be from a personal perspective, so maybe in a personal relationship, you know, if you, th- if you think about dating, right? I think there's no no greater example from a personal relationship perspective um, than dating to help us learn about disappointment and rejection. Unless you're just one of those people, um, my parents would fall in this bucket that met the love of their life, you know, as a teenager. Most people that doesn't happen to, and so you're always in that boat throughout maybe your your high school, college years, and you know, certainly even later in life of being disappointed, being rejected in some way. We obviously, most of us can relate to it from a job perspective. You know, I certainly can, and that's the example I'm going to give you guys today, the career perspective. But I wanted to offer some thoughts and maybe a little bit of a story for you from my, my perspective um, that I experienced recently and give you some encouragement if this is you and this is where you're finding yourself, what to do, right? How to bounce back, how to get your mind right, how to, how to think about this so that you're not in a state of just, you know, paralyzed state, a state of overwhelm, a state of frustration for too long. So I'm going to give you guys a few tips to help you think about that today. So my story, um, I had a specific job opportunity, a business opportunity, an opportunity in my, my small business, my consulting practice that I was super, super excited about, really excited it all looked good. It all looked um, promising, and it looked like something that I was going to really enjoy. It was going to check all the boxes that I have for things I want to do, things that are uh, developmental, things that are interesting in terms of the people, work that is consistent with my brand and what I'm trying to accomplish, just all the boxes being checked. And had a couple conversations and felt really good about the opportunity working out and that it would be something that I would um, would get and that, you know, it would, it would happen. So as I was awaiting this inevitable news that this was going to happen, I um, got an email that it is not going to happen, right? So the, um, the person making this decision is going to go a different direction. You know, I've got the email that said, you know, we feel very... Um, I was very conflicted and, you know, you made it a really tough decision, uh, but we decided to go a different direction. And so I was a bit surprised because I felt really good about it after having some really great conversations and having a really good rapport with this this individual. So I was surprised and, you know, obviously not pleasantly surprised because I had already started in my own mind sort of thinking through all the goodness that was going to come from this. And so I had to think through, you know, what's my reaction to this going to be? How am I going to handle this? And so... I spent probably half a day, wasn't wasn't even too long, in a state of disappointment and maybe, I don't know what the word would be, I think grief is probably too strong of a word, but disappointment, reflection, surprise, frustration, just you know, maybe half a day, maybe a few hours. And then I quickly got myself to a spot of, okay, I've got to move on here. And so I wanted to share with you all some of the things that I thought about and some of the things that I believe helped me move on. And these are things that I, over the course of my life, have internalized that, you know, in prior disappointments 
have come through for me and have helped me. So I wanted to share these with you because these are the things I use to get over this recent disappointment and rejection that I, that I had. So the first one would be to reflect on other disappointments that you've had in your life and where they ultimately led you. So, you know, if you've lived any length of time and you've experienced rejection or disappointment, let's just call it on the career front, and you've been rejected, you know, if you can look back on those experiences that you've had, that they've brought you to where you are, right? So say you were denied an opportunity or someone rejected you in some way, but six months later, you found the right thing. You found the thing that was even better. You hadn't even thought about that thing at the time that you were rejected because you were so focused on that. And I think that that tunnel vision, ultimately, if you don't get out of it, is what is difficult. But if you don't have the tunnel vision and you're able to look back and think, okay, I was disappointed X years ago, didn't get that opportunity. But six months after that, I got the opportunity that brought me the, the money or the promotion or the development or the, the relationships that I have today. I think that is an extremely good, um, good way to think, right? So we are all on a journey. We are all going to have um, disappointments and we're going to have setbacks. So for me, in my story, you know, less than a week later, a little bit more than a week later, another opportunity came through. And I, I believe I would not have had the ability to focus on that opportunity and to be on my game to accept that opportunity had I not moved on quickly emotionally from this rejection, right? So I think being able to do that and being getting yourself in a mindset that says something else is coming, similar to how it's come along for me in the past, is a good thing to do. It's a good place to be. So that's sort of item number one. Think about where you've been. Reflect on those disappointments from the past and um, where they led you. So the next one would be don't burn the bridge. Don't burn the bridge with the person who has been the bearer of bad news, who has brought this disappointment, who has been the one who has told you no or to, has rejected you. Unless, of course, you want to do that because maybe the person didn't handle the rejection in the right way or because they were not gracious in the way that they, they dealt with it. But if assuming this is somebody that you actually want to work with in the future, um, you believe there's still an opportunity to do that. You believe that there's still um, good relationships there to pursue or good opportunities there to pursue, don't build the bridge when you're in a state of disappointment, right? So a lot of times I think what people will do, they will kind of get in this like egotistical, um, you know, it, it, sort of puffing themselves up inside, like, how could you do this to me? I'm, I, was, I'm, I was the right selection. I was the right person for what you're looking for. And if you, it's fine to feel that way for a minute, but if you react when you're in that state, in a way that is not going to support you in the future, you, you could burn a bridge very easily with that person. There's a much more gracious way to respond, which is maybe taking a day or two and, and being gracious in the rejection, expressing your support for what that person's attempting to do, um, expressing your interest in further opportunities. And so I would encourage you, don't burn the bridge. It's, it's a character aspect too and an integrity aspect to how a person um, handles rejection if they can kind of keep their mind right and be respectful to others and to this person who has maybe brought this disappointment and trust that there may be opportunities down the road provided that they handle themselves the right way. So don't burn the bridge, um, like I said, unless you want to. So sometimes people can be jerks in the way they treat people when they reject them. Obviously, if that happens, then feel free to burn the bridge. The next thing and I, I would say is 
really consider the elements of this thing that you wanted and go find them in another way. So if there is something specific about this opportunity and as you had a chance to really reflect on it and mull it over and really internalize the possibilities and you were really excited, think about what you were excited about. Think about what is what are the specific aspects of this thing that I wanted that I was so excited about, so excited to have, so excited to experience, and then go find those things in another way. So for me, there were certain aspects of development and certain aspects of learning and growth and all those things and relationships that I felt I would get through this particular opportunity that didn't work out. And I, I quickly went into the mode, and I'm still in the mode of, well, how could I get those in another way? There's another way to get that, right? There's not, only, there's not one way to get to something. That is where my mind is now, and I think that ultimately it's possible that those ways of getting to those things I desire and want um, may be better than this thing that I didn't get. And so having that, pos- that mindset of possibilities and that mindset of being open and being willing to explore other things that are maybe a little different than that thing you wanted, but pushing in the same direction from a goal perspective and giving you the things that you desire, I think being open to those possibilities is good and and really reflecting on what was it about this that I was interested in? What was the specific aspects of it? So I think that that is really good, really smart to begin to think that way once that initial sting of rejection um, has passed. And then I would say the, the last thing would be really moving on in terms of your energy. So by that, I mean thinking about the next things you're going to do, right? So it's very easy when you're in that state of being disappointed and rejected to wallow in that, to sit and think about it, and to feel, like I said before, a bit paralyzed. Take action, whether it be you know one or two small things, even the next day after you've been rejected, to move on and have an attitude of just on to the next, on to the next thing, on to the next opportunity, on to the next conversations, on to the next thing that ultimately will be the thing that will work out. I just think, like I said, that if you stay in that state of negativity and that state of paralyzation and just frustration and overwhelm and just all those negative emotions, you're not going to get anywhere and you've got you've to move on to the next thing. And it's very easy to stay there for too long. But like I said before, take some time to stay there, right? Whether it's a half a day like me or a day, probably not much more than a day, but but certainly um, some amount of time to maybe wallowing in it a little bit and then quickly moving on through these tips and these steps that I've, I've provided to you guys today. So wanted to share my story. Um, everybody's got disappointments, even those that um, we, you know, we don't hear about often. So a lot of times people want to sheer, uh, shield others from those disappointments and not talk about them. I wanted to talk about it a little bit today, my own experience as well as how I cope with it, how I deal with disappointment. Hopefully it will be a bit of a um, encouragement to all of you if it's something that you uh, are dealing with in your life at this, at this point. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Please let a friend know that it may be somebody that's dealing with disappointment in some way from a career perspective or other. Let them know. Please give us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or leave a review. Um, you can find me at ReneeVincelli.com or you can send me an email at Renee at or you can also find me on LinkedIn. Would love to hear from you. Would love to know if there's some way I can support your goals and support um, support you from a career perspective or from a personal perspective through coaching or any other means. That's all for now, folks. Remember, people are the creators of performance. People are greater than performance and people come before performance. Have a great day.